0: Everybody, what's up? It's your girl Queenie. Welcome to another episode of the Relationship Zone. In the background, you were listening to um, my buddy and Nico star and that was from his new, um, his new single, "Baby Don't Go." It
1: sounds
0: so good. I may play a little bit more of that for
1: you all. Um,
0: yeah, there he is.
1: All right, all
0: right, all right, all right, all right. That's enough. All right. So, um, tonight we are speaking with um, a friend of mine. Uh, I actually have recorded with this gentleman some time ago, and had some issues with my recording, and so we lost it. So um, he decided to come back by sit down and talk with me. And I could not be happier than to have um, Daniel joining us. So he'll be with us in a few moments. But before uh, he stops by, I want to just kind of give you a little bit of, um, I guess, a taste of what we'll be talking about. It's been a little while since you all have heard me just get on here and kind of tell my thoughts and how I feel about things, but, <clears throat> you know, without me, you know, interviewing someone, but I want to take a moment to share um, why we're recording tonight. Um, Daniel and I have a uh, very similar way of looking at communication and relationships, and we both know that it doesn't necessarily work unless you have someone to work it with, Um and for myself, I'm always looking for a higher um, or a mastery of self, a master of who I am and just trying to be a better person in general. Um, you know, the older I get, the more I see the error in my own ways. And I, you know, I can't help but look back at relationships and how I have showed up for relationships and, you um, what I've received in return you know I do believe that we um, put out certain energies we we get certain energies and then there's other times where we're on the receiving end of things that we didn't necessarily earn Um, just that's the journey of our soul you know Um, so now I'm very conscious of what I'm doing because I'm 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 looking for that energy that I'm giving out. I'm looking for it to come back. That 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 energy. So uh, tonight we're talking about communication, art of communication, you know, courting and connecting uh, within relationships. And one of the things, or one of the points I want to make before we get started is, I think it's very, very important in any relationship, but definitely intimate relationships. As I am on this journey to find my my mates, my partner, my love. Um, one thing I'm trying to be very conscious of is being timely in my disputes and in my arguments and disagreements. Um, and I think that's important, You know, trying to make sure that we're timely in handling the issues versus allowing them to just hold over for you know a long period of time while the other person suffers um and also being flexible that's important to me is you know being able to be flexible within um my thinking and um and not having to have it all my way without really hearing my partner hearing what my partner needs um being patient and um, being intuitive, you know, making sure that I listen to my heart and I feel the energy that the person in front of me is giving to me and not just uh, listening with my head or waiting to just respond. And and also, this can actually protect me and help me to realize that the person in front of me that may be communicating to me very harshly means me no good. So I want to make sure that I'm very intuit- intuitive when I'm listening to the person in front of me and being accepting, um, non-judgmental, you know, if that person is miserable and unhappy with me, it's not no judgment, it's just a fact. And I need to um, make my exit. And if the person is sharing with me some of the things that I'm doing and, and however I'm making them feel, there too, I need to just take a moment, pause and listen. And lastly, I think it's hugely important to be honest and that's you know my honesty has come (laughs) has come sometimes as a double-edged sword and sometimes it's come you know as um passive and I think I'm protecting someone by not being as brutally but gently as honest as possible instead I think I'm saving someone from the reality or the inevitable so I want to remain very conscious of my honesty and if it's not working for me I need to be honest about that and um and encourage honesty in my relationship so that's kind of my thought as we're going into this discussion and um I hope you all enjoy it and leave us a comment leave us you know a question or message or something and um, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. So this is your girl Queenie, uh, from the relationship zone, and we are going right into our discussion with Daniel. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, Daniel. To another relationship zone podcast discussion what's going on
2: nothing much thanks for having me back glad That's
1: to be good. here
0: yeah i'm so glad that you are back with us um i had spoken to the audience earlier letting them know that uh i'd had a little mishap with our previous recording and you were you decided you would definitely stop by the podcast and i'm so excited to have you here
2: thank you thank you i'm glad you called
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're looking good.
2: Thank you. Thank new you. New
0: Year. Happy New Year.
2: Likewise, happy new year to you. I love Thank that
0: blue. You.
1: I love Thank that blue. You so
0: much. Thank you so much. So and, and look, I'm I'm loving that black squad London shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so we're nine days into this new year. Anything new? How are things going your way?
2: <laughs> uh you know, the relationship wise, right? Up and down as always. Um yeah. you know. Uh, usually the incline is better than the decline, so that's good. That's all we can hope for, right? That's
1: um,
2: it. Work is doing good, getting ready. You know, inauguration's happening. We're in the D.C. area, so that affects, you know, any and everybody who's military.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so getting ready for that. Obviously, you know, some other events mm-hmm. took place in the D.C. area.
0: <laughs> of course, of course. You uh, know, we'll be wilding over here.
2: Yes, ma'am uh you know but uh i mean the overall things are good family safe yeah. healthy nobody's had covid for good. a year that's right? Lock on wood. Yeah.
0: yes it's, yes let me what? find some
2: <laughs> so uh we're doing good
0: all right that's really good to hear daniel um so listeners daniel davenport he is back with us uh as i shared earlier I love the way he thinks about love and relationship and life. I I really enjoy engaging with this brother. And um, so I'm really happy to have him back here talking with me on this evening. Um, Earlier today, I was talking um, to the listeners about this podcast and i said you know this podcast here we're just going to be discussing amongst other things but the art of communication and courtship (laughs) and connecting um and i shared with you earlier daniel that um my way of thinking about this my my new quest because i'm looking for love now right so i'm putting that out there in 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 the universe because now i'm looking for love right (laughs) And so with me looking for love, um, yeah, anyway, yeah, so with me looking for love, uh, <laughs> I have learned um, there's a few things that are quite important to me, and I want to be able to authentically show up and authentically, truly pursue love, right, and be ready and accepting of it, um, and I wrote a few things down, and I'll share them again. I shared them with the audience earlier, but I was telling myself to make sure that I'm I, I am timely. I'm flexible. I'm patient. I'm intuitive. I am accepting and I honest in my relationship. Yes. Tell me how you feel about that.
2: <laughs> L- look, look, all of them. Yeah, all of them. Uh, it's it's timely, you know. If if I could, I put honesty first. Uh, that's honesty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's too. not it's
0: not in a particular order. No, but, I, yeah,
2: I understand. I understand. Um, in in my in my relationship right now with my wife, you know, one of the things uh, that we deal with, you know, the difference between us. I think sometimes, I think people as a whole believe that sometimes honesty is an option. Mm. Um, and and is it hard to be honest all the time? It could be. Right. Um, And you think about, for example, if you have your own traumas or issues that you're dealing with and going through and maybe you're in therapy, maybe you're not. But when you get to a position where sometimes people have to be comfortable to share something. Right. Mm -hmm. And the midst of not being able to share that, you may be lying. Yeah. And so for that other person that knows that you're lying or has to deal with that. Mm -hmm. You know, they're expected to understand that the reason you're not sharing is because you're not comfortable, which should be respected.
1: Right.
2: But the back end of that is that's still a lie. Not always, right? But some right. situations right. which you're right. not sharing could be <clears throat> a lie. And so <throat> now they're also dealing with that. And sometimes that's where you, you know, you get between that rock and the hard place where it's almost as if not acknowledging, hey, I recognize that I can't share this because I'm not ready and acknowledging what that means behind it to make the other person feel comfortable. Because to me, without that, it's as if you should be able to lie until you're ready to tell the truth.
0: Ooh, ooh, boy. Been there, done it. Mm -hmm. And it will come back and backfire and bite you in the butt. I've learned that. And I 100% agree with you on that. And and I do believe it is... It is difficult for us to face the reality that what we say may, one, run this person off. That's typically the negative thought. It's never like, oh, they're gonna just be accepting of it and they're gonna love me through it. It's always that fear (sighs) of, because we lack the faith that if I tell him or her how I'm feeling for real, maybe they'll still choose me. They, you know, we sometimes lack that faith. Or because that's why I said, you know, when I've put the be accepting to myself, that is for me to not be not to be too judgmental. So if I'm consciously trying to make sure that I'm accepting, now I'm talking of healthy behaviors or even behaviors that I can truly understand and empathize with, mm-hmm. then your honesty is welcome. It's not rejected. Because now yeah. I'm looking at what you're telling me, hopefully through a non-judgmental lens, and instead I'm accepting of your vulnerability and your willingness to be honest with me. Yes. Yeah. Hold hold on, I'm losing you a little bit. I don't know what happened. Say it again. No, you're going in and out. I know this is gonna be good. All right, perfect. D, so we're back. Go ahead and pick up wherever we left off.
2: Um, yeah, so there was a couple of things that you had mentioned um, mm-hmm. where you talked about being um, authentic, and you talked about um, being accepting and being non-judgmental. And so, you know, what I'm learning is it's not easy to remove yourself when trying to understand someone else, which I believe is a part of. What helps you be not judgmental? Um, When somebody says, hey, I want to understand what you're saying or your perspective on something, right? The biggest thing I'm dealing with right now is perspective, right? Right. Different perspectives. And so I find myself saying, you have to remove yourself when your response is, well, I don't think or I don't feel or I, Mm -hmm. then you're not really keeping it on that person's side of the table to understand them. You should take what they're saying and reference it against what they've done or what they've said previously or what they're showing you mm-hmm. to help understand their thought process at which point, then they don't feel that they're being judged because you're only keeping it within what they are presenting to you. Yeah. yeah. And when people feel that they're not being judged, like you said, they they do they do feel more accepted, which also makes them want to be more honest
0: yeah 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 yeah. I love that and, and I think that if it's not if that's not in a relationship it's going to create real issues on several different fronts right and I think these affirmations for me in my pursuit of love and happiness is really for me to be more authentic for me for myself to show up properly so that I can understand better and and I can set my expectation for my partner as well to show likewise.
1: Mm-hmm. You, you know
0: what I mean? Because I'm not giving, I'm not asking anything of you that I'm not willing to give from myself.
2: If you're not authentic to yourself, can your partner truly make you happy or give you what you're asking for? If what you're asking for is not true to what you
0: really want. Listen, no, because now my is giving me something that it's not what I really want. I'm just pretending to want it. That's not true. Correct. Now, I don't know why that happens. I mean, someone could be doing that because of the ideal or the thought or the fascination with love. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or the ideal of relationship.
2: Romanticizing what yes. it should be or what it should feel like. Um, yes. What I've experienced is that people will people like to put their best their best foot forward or their best face you know when they meet people and you know that's why we kind of have this this rotation thing where you meet somebody and then you know people say oh well you don't really know them yet you know because you gotta mm-hmm. wait three weeks or yeah. six months or mm-hmm. you know until Four you know, seasons. You know, right or you don't know somebody until you live with them because mm-hmm. we're so busy putting up these these faces these masks of who we really are and what we really want for whatever reason yeah, that the person never really truly gets to know us
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know and once yeah. you become accepting of yourself I've you know I'm still learning as I go but I feel like I've I've got to a point where when I meet people you know prior to being married um and even when I got married you know
1: mm-hmm.
2: what you see is what you're getting on day one
1: yeah you're
2: gonna get that the only changes will be improvement for our relationship Mm -hmm. but it won't be i told you at the beginning that i like you know olives and then six months in i don't like olives but no right (laughs) you know i'm gonna give you me from the beginning because Mm -hmm. i don't want you i I don't i don't it it can be an argument it will be it will be an issue and you could feel cheated
0: oh Listen, you can definitely feel cheated because what you did, you signed on for that, for what they showed you. You signed on for this self that you thought was authentic only to find out it wasn't. And yes. you, do, you do feel very cheated. I think that people should be honest about that. Like, you really got to be honest. Like, you know, I did sell her, you know, a bag of tricks. You know? Yes. <laughs> so yes. if she's upset, I earned that or, you know, or vice versa. If he's upset um you were talking and made me kind of think about sometimes i believe you know we and i'm just talking about in general this whoever this person is because they're out here we put up a facade pretending to be something ultimately because we want a true honest outcome that that cancels each other it's not going to happen that way you you, you understand i'm saying like i'm going to pretend. And then at the end, what I want is something that's real. That doesn't make any sense to me. You you know what I mean? Like, you know, that's like me, that's like me planting, what is it, Um, turf? uh, Like, you know, the the football field turf, Mm -hmm. but expecting to watch the grass actually grow. Right, because I, and I think I think I think the turf isn't yeah turf is turf is like a synthetic, right? So yeah. it's like me it's like me planting the turf, but I'm waiting to watch it grow so I can mow it because I really like mowing lawns.
1: <laughs> it's gonna be
2: a long wait. It's yeah, to be a long you know wait. I mean?
0: It's just not it's not realistic, and I think sometimes we do that in our relationships. Um, so many areas of our relationship, we'll show mm-hmm. we'll pretend we like we'll pretend that we like the food that you're talking about. We'll pretend that we like going places that we're, you know, we hate. We'll pretend that we like certain positions in bed. hmm Thinking later, it's just gonna, it's all gonna work out and I'm gonna either marry him or her. Um, you know, I'm gonna be set for life with him or her. I'm gonna have this, you know, house with a, you know, white picket fence and a dog and three kids. But you started off lying the whole entire time.
1: hmm
2: Yeah. And sometimes it's not even, you know, th- th- there definitely are people who are straight up selling wolf tickets, right?
1: Absolutely. But then
2: there's there's also those who who are doing it unintentionally. Um, yeah. You know, setting setting habits and standards. Oh, I, I you know, I'm going to say love, but at this point in a relationship, usually it's lust. But I'm yeah. so in love with her that I want to, you know, I want to take her on these dates and she deserves to go somewhere nice. And, and I want to call her every day because we, you know... We gotta talk because I just wanna hear her voice. And and then you set that expectation. Yeah. And then it and then it, it changes. Or maybe they change and and now we're upset at each other or we have issues. And not even because of the change for some for some people, but simply because we can't be honest and discuss the changes mm-hmm. as they come, because part of the flexibility that you mentioned is change. Absolutely. At the beginning of the relationship, I may have liked Going out to fancy dinners. But guess what? Whether my wallet got thin or hey, maybe my palate changed, or who knows. Yeah. But being able to discuss with you, hey, you know what? We've been hitting these fancy spots and I just, you know, my stomach ain't having it. I I, you yeah. know, let's have yeah. something else. Let's, you know, I just want to stay in with you. Yeah. I want to go to free picnics, you know.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just prefer that we order in tonight. You know being but being honest about that you know like being being for real about what you prefer but but see this is the other thing this is the other thing this art of communicating Mm -hmm. that I think we some have lost I you know some have lost right um but it is being able to (laughs) being able to truly say early on what you like what you do not like and it being okay because the right person is going to hear you and it doesn't mean that you're gonna have your way and get everything you want and don't, you know. And you, you know, it doesn't mean that. It means that at least I've heard you, you know. And it, and I will, I will put forth every effort to accommodate some of those things. And likewise, I would like the same.
2: Or I can let you know now that's not something I think I can do. It's,
0: can you <laughs> but,
1: do it.
2: But yeah, yes, I. So, oh man, so I like that as I. I don't want to sound the way that I know that things can sometimes sound. So I'm always growing and looking for room for improvement and right. and and, and uh, learning new things. But I do know the things that I practice currently, and one of those things is, hey, no, no, I don't, I don't like that. So you know, my my wife or my kids will, hey, Mr. Daniel or Babe, you wanna, you know, you wanna do this or do you like yeah. these or, no, and yeah. and and they would just take it and run. I say, stop, stop yeah you, 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 One sometimes there's there's attitude and i'm like mm-hmm. why are you getting you ask me what do i want yeah you didn't ask what i was willing to do you didn't I, I, no i don't want to get up and do dishes yeah but if you ask me yeah. babe can you go do the dishes all right i'll go do them but but you ask me what i want and i right. you know i have to try to hey we're asking what do you want Tell me what you want, and then we can discuss. But also, no, telling me what you want doesn't mean you're going to get it. It just no. means you've given me the opportunity to know about you and what your wants and desires are. And if I'm able to or willing to, then I can do that. But mm-hmm. without you ever telling me, you're not giving me any opportunity Absolutely. to be the person that you want me to be for you.
0: Yeah, 100% agree. We have to use our words and, and those words have to land in a place that it's safe in order for this to this song and dance to go well it's mm-hmm. not going to always go perfect and we're not always going to be happy but at least give chance yes give a chance and stop being so afraid that you know and you know what i think some of us need to be able to deal with a little bit of rejection Right? Mm-hmm. Because, again, if it's coming from a place of love, and it's coming from a loved one, and it's coming, again, this is not, like, an abusive relationship. I'm just talking about, you know, right. just you, myself, trying to master our higher self. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? It's okay that you said no. So, babe, you know, are you okay if I just, if I go do it? Or, you know, could <laughs> could, you know, like, is, is there any compromise here? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, is there, again, you know, some people are just, um, I guess, you know, you just cannot compromise, talk with them. You absolutely reject everything. Well, that's not where you need to spend all your energy. You know Correct. what I mean? Like, and that you have to know when to fold them. I think that's who is that Kenny Rogers? Know when to fold them. when to them. You gotta fold, know, know no when to hold runaway. them. <laughs> <laughs> big up, Look big up. up, big up. Love that song. Um, I almost know singing. when to run away, you know, um. Yeah. You got to know when to do that. You know, I think it's that you, you, you count your uh, money. You never count your money when you are sitting at a table. (laughs) Yeah. You just got to know when to say, you know what? I'm done. Okay. I've tried and this is not working. And I've, you know, again, it's our communication, but if it's rejected on the other side, Mm -hmm. the only person I can control in that moment is myself. Can't control it. Right. Yeah so you mentioned something and it made me start thinking about the courtship that whole you don't know them yet you know getting to know a person um there is something to be said about intentional courtship Mm -hmm. now i am in pursuit of my own but how do you see intentional courtship um and do you even understand like like what is your definition i won't say do you understand but what is your definition of courtship and then tell me how you you know, see how that plays in the relationship or the dating um, kind of uh, journey.
2: So, you know, it, 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 at the first thought of hearing courtship, you naturally think the male courting the woman because that's kind of how society has placed everyone,
1: mm-hmm. um,
2: from from the old times to coming into the current. But you know, as the times have changed, you know, we have our independent women. You know, um, and we're also we're also learning, you know, a man has feelings, too. And it's important for him to learn how to tap into those or also be wanted. Right. Mm. And so so with that, you know, I believe courtship is 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 both people courting each other because the relationship is about both. That could be the earliest stage of setting up bad, bad. um, what's the word I'm looking for uh, a path setting the path in the in the in the way of this is what he will always do for me or this is what he should do because he's courting me where these dates come from or this 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 undivided attention constantly so so for me when I when I think about courtship I think is the man gonna have to initiate or something to that matter sure right hey uh no no fancy line i think we should be able to come up and say hey i wow um your outfit looks great and i really love the lipstick it really makes your lips stand out and Mm -hmm. you're, you know whatever i think about you that's beautiful that i Mm -hmm. that i want to compliment you on Mm -hmm. because maybe i just want to tell you that and so you know breaking the ice communicating with you hey can i have your number i'd like to get to know you better Mm -hmm. if if you feel the same and you say hey i think he's a nice guy i'd like to get to know him then we exchange information and i can invite you on a date now if you're an independent woman and you say hey i you hey i'm gonna invite you on a date you know then then that's what it is like you you know you got to know who wh- where your people are am i yeah. okay with the woman inviting me on a date or am i not okay with that right um but the dating happens and and during that dating you know there's Hopefully we don't have our mask on, but we're getting to know each other. Um, it's customary over meals um, or wine if you drink or you know whatever it is. and and for me, the intent is to not just learn about what the person can say, but about how the person conducts themselves physically. Yeah. you know, in your presence are our auras you know vibing or are they completely off? as I sit across from you at the table and I look at your teeth and look at your fingernails and look at you know the crust around your eyes or whatever it is that I'm looking at because I want to know more about you than what you're telling me
0: yeah. I don't know
2: the quote but it's was it believe half of what you hear and and
1: you know
0: in- twice
2: with nothing of what you see or something yeah. I don't I don't know the quote but yeah. you know you got to take all those things into account and so during that dating process, one, two, three dates, and and you're trying to fill each other out, you know, I think it should go both ways as well as the female should be, well, they're usually definitely doing that about the man. A man's usually just trying to see if he can get in the pants, but hopefully if he's looking for love, he's, he's you know, he's assessing more than she has a nice body, you know, but the same way that woman wants to feel special from him, whether it's, where he takes her, or how much he he shows that he's committed to her, even in this early stage, the man is also looking for that, and so the woman should be providing the same type of interest mm. in him. Mm. You know, outside of the material things, a lot of a lot of the questions or interest that women show in the man are what he can provide versus what is he interested in for himself, and what you can provide as well to him because you're both trying to see what the other person can bring to your life because that's to me what relationships are about. So so it should be going both ways, not just what you can bring to mine, but what I can bring to yours. If you're a architect and I'm a drum player, you know, we could have a relationship, but where do you wanna go and where do you see yourself? Okay, I'm trying to be in a rock band and be on tour. You're trying to build buildings and settle down somewhere and you know, if we both look down the road our paths probably aren't that close to each other
1: absolutely
2: and it doesn't mean it can't work but at least we're we're discussing that and we can understand that you know so for me the courtship is is kind of that process and and i i feel like i can't really say like this and this and this because there's so many variants of the type of people that you deal with to try to put it in a box but basically both sides looking to see what the other person can bring to their life but they can bring to theirs if the goal is to have a future together and not
1: just you know a one night yeah. stand or something yeah
0: yeah no i i i agree with you i think that courtship um i think there's i think it's missing in a lot of our uh especially in my experience i'll put it this way because someone may hear this and be like girl no he courted me or or some dude to be like I don't know what she's talking about because you know we out here courting in these streets so first of all let's go back you said we we and we don't have our mask on but we we were meaning um figuratively because literally we gonna still have our uh, mask on <laughs> out here in the street but <laughs> but um no 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 seriously you're right uh, we we can only hope that. We can only hope that we run into people that are not wearing their mask, right? Um, But we know that that's not true. We know, as you said, like, you know, there's this thing about putting your best foot forward, you know, but how often does that best foot show up in day-to-day life? I want to be able to put my day-to-day. Like, I may dress up for the date, but when I show up, I want to be able to be a blunt. As I can be, I want to be able to be as um, submissive as I can be. I want to be able to be as funny as I can be. And I also want to be able to be as honest as I can be. And maybe sometimes serious, you know, I want that to be okay. That, that needs to be acceptable and, and it needs to be welcomed. And I'm hoping that on the other end, I'm receiving, we know that that doesn't happen all the time, but it would be great. And. Again, that whole, you know, looking at self and saying, you know, be authentic and be intentional. Let me use that word. That should be, I mean, I know that word has been circulating for a while now, but intentionality is very, very important, right? You've yes. got to be intentional, even in courtship. What are you yes. doing it for? Yes. And I know I had met individuals that have said, you know, they're out in the street, state, but you ask, them, ask them what they want and what they're trying to, you know, accomplish, and it's just, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just gonna kick it for a little bit. I mean, but what does that mean? You know, was just, it a guy? Yeah, yeah, but no, I'm just, you know, um, I'm just, I just think intentionality is very important in the courtship part of this. I think it's so important to court male and female right so i'm not saying that guys should only court me i'm saying that if i'm pursuing a guy i need to make him feel courted as well like Mm -hmm. um and you're right it's kind of like traditionally it's been kind of the guy thing to court um but times have changed we've evolved so excuse me i don't think we have to do it that way anymore i think that you know i think you hit hit on this and i want to ask you but there are men that have a desire to feel courted as well, right? To feel Mm -hmm. that there is a real interest, a genuine interest, um, to feel that you want that I, that person wants to know how you are doing, what your day is like, um, the things you're interested in, where would you like to go? You know, can, you know, can, what's that thing on your bucket list? Where's the place in the DC area you've never gone and you really want to go? You know, it seems like, it can be very one-sided but I think in the courtship process that's how we should maybe consider dating and stay out of the bed stay out of these intimate spaces where you, the temptation is high you know but that's just me so I'm gonna get off my my soapbox because I know somebody now is listening they're like doggone <laughs> <"Y'all> it <laughs> but listen again I'm now single and looking although I'm dating you know I I am dating. I wanna make it seem like I'm not, just in case anybody lets me (laughs) just went out last (laughs) week. But no. um, but this is just how I how I see, you know, showing up. And I think there is an art of courtship that has been lost. And Mm -hmm. on both I think it's an art of courtship that's been lost on the male side, some men, and I think that it has not been found on the woman's side.
2: Exactly. It's new for the woman's side they're, they're stepping out of the traditional submissive wait for the male to court me role and yeah. stepping into I'm an independent woman and it's like oh the oh I gotta courtship comes with that
0: I gotta, <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta,
2: I, gotta I gotta I can't just be independent but still want him to come to me no you, yeah. you gotta get out there girl but the, yeah. lace some shoes so, up
0: but so, so tell me how important is it to you um, and was it, how was, how important was it to you? And even your male friends that you know are still, I know you have single male friends. Um, just let them know that I am too. No, I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> for self, no, 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 no. But, um, you know, how important, you know, like when you are talking to the fellas, is it for men that you know in your circle to feel valued from their women or women that say that they're interested in you?
2: So it's, it, you know, So a male circle conversation is different than what you're going to hear a male say in an open space or with another with basically with other women around. Um, So it's very important. Now, the way that it translates is most of the time men feel like we are only wanted for what we can provide. Mm -hmm. Um, So what it looks like for us to 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 be. Excuse me, to feel like we're more than that is when you're when you have interest in us outside of what we can provide you or when you're willing to basically pay or provide for us not because we want it or need it obviously this is not all men but not because you because we want it or we need it but it's because it lets us know that you're not just after us for what we can provide you and i'm not talking about in the bedroom i mean financially or i have the nice car or i have the access to the club you know whatever these things are um so for me before I got married um you know I I would go on dates. Hey, you want to go out sometime? Yeah. Okay. Get on the first date. We're eating. Wait till the entree comes. Yeah. Start talking about, you know, oh, you've been you've been dating. Okay, cool. You okay, last relationship? Beautiful. Beautiful. Um so when uh when are you going to take me out? I want to know where you are going to take me to. Cuz I want to know because that for me you would
0: actually say this oh absolutely absolutely
2: okay because because what this does is now i'm sure some of the listeners uh-uh girl you need to go ahead and dump him to the side hill where where am i gonna take him out if we we like each other if it's not about me paying for you whether you're independent or not unless you're saying you want to be old school traditional but there's other things that come with that Right. But that's yeah. where the conversation would go. I would ask them that because I wanted to see if you were appalled by it. Because to me, that would mean you think the next two or three dates while we get to know each other means I'm supposed to pay for you. And at the end of it, you decide that you don't want to do anything else with me. And I don't mean sexually. I just mean you, you don't want to further the relationship, but you got two or three dates out of me. And at least one of them is going to be a really nice dinner. You know yeah. what I mean? But but you telling me that you, you're not willing to contribute early on in the dating uh, process to let me know that you also care about me if i could spend 20 bucks on you you can't spend 20 bucks on me yeah
1: yeah and
2: so that would that would let me know right out the gate if we were going to have date number two or not whether it was because they decided they didn't want to which was great or because i decided that i wasn't going to um and I usually got, you know, one or two answers. You know, I'm, I'm old-fashioned. I'm traditional. And as I said, oh, oh beautiful. That's beautiful. What's your, what's your role then as old-fashioned and traditional? Because you know, I know you know what mine is. The man's supposed to pay for this. The man's supposed to pick me up and drive here. And do, he's supposed to, the man's supposed to do all these things. But I want to know if you know what your role is. Mm-hmm. And most of them don't know. They don't, you know, they, they have no clue because it, right. it doesn't benefit them or it's not really of, of concern. They just need to know mm-hmm. what the, he's supposed to do. Um, or they say, Well, I, you know, I'm independent. I'm doing my okay, good. So then as an independent woman, that means you you take care of yourself, right? Or you can at least contribute to halfway for us. This is supposed to be about a us relationship, mm-hmm. you know. And so I I, I used to do it. I, I didn't care. I sometimes they'd be like, I don't do it. I said, Okay, cool. Sometimes they'd um, be like, I'm not used to doing it, but they would. Yeah. Um And, and, and we, the ones that would, we probably went on a couple more dates or we started talking or, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever it was, but I I feel like it was a a easy way to kind of separate them early on in the game because I I had one, I had one woman that said she, she didn't start paying for stuff until, I'm sorry, let me give you the sequence of events. She said, she's usually only dates guys for about 90 days. Okay. and then they oh. break up and I said I said well, well, well why do you guys break up is it you breaking up with him is it he's breaking up with you what's happening she's mm-hmm. like oh, I usually break up with them I don't really know I just you know 90 days it's usually the average beautiful so we fast forward to dinner I asked her when she's going to take me on a date she said oh I don't I don't believe in paying for men you know unless we've been dating for like three months
0: <laughs> You gotta make sure. Like,
2: I said excuse me didn't you tell me that you you break up with the guy after three months? Yeah. So you break up with him right before you're supposed to start paying for stuff. So you date a guy for three months, get free everything, and then you break up with him, and then go find a new guy and date him for three months mm-hmm. and get free everything. No man. But she did ended up taking it? me on a date. No, no, oh, no she, she took me on a date. Yeah, she took yeah.
0: me out. Had <laughs> a dump, it, but no, I'm just had a
1: dump.
0: It. <laughs> a dump. It. Yeah, I'm I'm learning I'm learning the gift of goodbye. Mm-hmm. I am because uh yeah, I, I probably would have. I, I'm I'm gonna be kind of shady. Like I literally realized that in my whole dating process that I can really be shady. Um mm-hmm. I think because I tolerated some craziness in my past and now I'm like, nope, nope. Don't yep. just cut that right now. And I smile and I'm good with it. Like you know, but, but you know, um, Daniel, all seriousness, I think it's like whenever you really understand your value mm-hmm. and you truly understand who you are and what, not only what you want, but really what you deserve, yes. it changes things for you. And, and, it, and it makes other people uncomfortable because yeah. you're yes. cutting some things out of your life that mm-hmm. otherwise they have enjoyed, like the liberty mm-hmm. of having access to you. Mm-hmm. You know, having your yes always coming their way, um I can be very accommodating, however, now I'm like, you know
1: mm-mm.
0: let let me let me stick to these affirmations because these affirmations hold true to me, and it holds them true to me as well, you know and it holds me true to them as well, so um being timely yes. I, I you know you, you know you you know we we have a disagreement, and then you know, I'm ready to talk with you within another few minutes or maybe tomorrow and you're holding a grudge for another four days. That's not timely to me. And that's to me, it's, um, I mean, short of someone being in a coma or in prison, to me that, you know, is is very immature mm-hmm. as adults. I think that there should be some type of time and understanding of when we're going to come back and settle this Settle this situation. And again, this yes. is about you know if you people that you care about. So so things like that. It it's I think that with age and experience, um, I've evolved to this space. And at some point, someone will be able to respect that and be like, okay, she means well, you know, I know she don't have any ill intent. So um, and she's very clear on it. And, and I think that's I think personally I can respect the person showing up honest and true and authentic and understanding that if they can't be honest all the time because maybe they are they do have that fear and they got to get over that being large enough and big enough to come back and say look you know I, I should have been able I want to be able to talk to you and and I allow these fears to come upon me if this is a safe space and time to talk then I need to you know what I mean I, I want to mm-hmm. get this out I want to make this right that's I can respect you for that yes. Of course, I can't respect you being on a um, you know, this being your normal way of just getting out of the crap. But when I see your growth, because we all got to grow.
2: Exactly. I'm
0: not always going to be able to show up perfect. You know what I mean? I'm not always going to be able to, because I have my own vulnerabilities. I have my own places I want to hide. I have my own dark closets that I'm not ready to reveal to you, you know? But yeah. when we create this space intentionally, and that's why I say, I think the art of communication has we've lost some of it and and it might not be a global thing right it could be just me it could be just that you know what i mean so when we understand the importance of communication and put that forefront of what we're doing and how we're living our life and being authentic with those around us when we if we're dating we understand the art of, of courtship and not be so lazy in this process of having and getting what we truly want and being honest when we show up in the courtship space um, then I think we can have, which, which takes me to better, stronger, more authentic connections. Yes. You know what I mean? How, you know, when you take a plug and you plug it into the wall and there's electricity, electricity there and it's surging, then we can, we can make something happen. But if we Mm -hmm. can't get a straight, strong connection, then the light can't shine. Exactly. That's how I think I want to start looking more at relationships, (laughs) at relationships. You know, I'm saying that like I haven't been, but I have been, um, but I think I've teetered and I've tottered. I've allowed, you know, I've given permission for for mess in certain areas for myself and for others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to I be. I want to be better. Okay.
2: So I, uh, I do. So, you know, you talk about acceptance, right, with self, and so a part of of being comfortable in your own skin and accepting who you are and knowing what you can bring to the table. In the army, you know, we talk about our NCOs. Um, you know, you got your junior soldiers, you got your NCOs. It's your leadership. And not every NCO can bring everything to the table, right? Mm -hmm. But for me, hey, I'm not your PT guy. Like I can PT you, but don't ask me to run more than two miles, right? And some soldiers will be like, Sergeant Davenport is is a weak NCO because he can't run more than two miles. He's never at the front of the pack. Hey, that's okay. I'm not that guy. I'm going to run with you. I'm going to try my hardest. I'm going to do my best. I'll PT you in another way right? But I can also lead you as an NCO. I can also teach you things. I can learn what what I can bring to you is the critical thinking. I can bring to you the art of communicating, the -hmm. the ability to educate and train others, right? And that PT stud probably can't do no paperwork, right? Mm -hmm. So learning and understanding what you as an individual bring to the table is important, is the important step of accepting who you are. Mm
1: -hmm. And when
2: you learn to accept who you are, you can be truthful either in that courtship or just in your day-to-day life with your relationships and not allow that foolishness that you mentioned. Yeah. And so what that does is you start to build your reputation. And it's, I think it's a quote um, and it says, I don't care what people think about me, but I do care about my reputation. Yeah. And so those two things for some people, they, they blend, but they're separate,
1: mm-hmm. right?
2: Mm-hmm. because I don't care what people think about me. I if you ask uh, most of the people I interact with, they know there's there's no question about what Daniel is and is not going to accept across the board. There's no question that Daniel is going to tell you the truth. Now, do I lie? Yeah, but it's like 2% out of 100. So, my reputation is I'm going to tell you the truth and I'm honest all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So, I've set up purposely a reputation for myself across any board, you can get somebody from work. You can get somebody from my family, somebody I had to talk to in 10 years. They're going to tell you, Daniel doesn't drink. Daniel's going to tell you the truth. Daniel's going to, you know, if you ask him, he's going to tell you. I've set a reputation because I care about that. Mm -hmm. But when somebody comes up to me and and says something and they don't know me or they say, oh, you're an a-hole, you know, well, hey, let's, let's discuss it right? Because I may or may not be the opportunity to learn about myself. But the minute you say something that doesn't make sense or it's not relevant, oh, okay, well, yeah, sorry you feel that way or sorry I made you feel that way or whatever it is. And I'm going to continue with me because I know that what I did or who I am or what I'm doing is true to me. And as you said, it makes people uncomfortable. I find mostly because it's different than what they're used to dealing with. It's not because of you specifically, but it's different than what they're used to. Mm-hmm. You also mentioned something that, that caught my ear where, where you talked about being um, intentional with them and them being intentional with you. It doesn't leave a lot of wiggle room for somebody to bring you know that craziness into your space
1: yeah.
2: because you're, you're saying, hey, this is what I like and don't like, and this is what I'm willing to accept and not accept. Most people want to have the room to be like, well, maybe, or I thought, or I wasn't sure. No, ma'am. I said clearly this, right? Did you hear me? You heard me say it. So, so, and and I'm gonna check with you. Hey, so I said this. You, you, we're on the same page. Okay, all right, cool. Because for me, I I don't want to. I don't want to argue. We only Mm -hmm. have to argue if you were confused and I either don't believe you or, you know. But if we're on the same page at the beginning, when it comes up later, we just be like, hey, remember? You're like, oh, dang, you right? My fault. I too easy you know let's move on and that's okay
0: yeah you know yeah you know um I love talking with you because uh one I just love how you articulate you know your view and 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 I you talk about so many things it's not just love and relationships, but this is the space that I enjoy the most so thank you for indulging me with all this (laughs) hey
2: thank you thank you
0: (laughs) So um, when we're talking about communication, the courtship, we're talking about connecting, we're talking about um, being authentic and true and understanding like what we bring into the table and and value and so on and so forth. Um, I have an upcoming uh, series where I'm speaking on the five love languages and I want to know your thoughts on how important is it for you to know your love languages, or love language, and your partner to know your love language, and vice versa. Excuse
2: me. Uh, it varied. Um So my wife, my wife was like, "Hey, we need to, we need to go ahead and do this thing, right?" Because you know, bumps in the road. And um, so we did it. And I, you know, it it teaches you about yours,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then and then theirs, mm-hmm. and so the the tricky part though is your love language is not just how you receive it it's also how you give how it how you show it yes yeah. and so yes. so if her love language is different than mine if we're not talking about how i send it then it's okay right hey this is how i receive it so it's like cool just give me what i like to receive yeah, But but the catch is it's not just how you receive it. It's also how oh. you give it. So if I'm used to, if my love language is I want to shower you with gifts and yours is is uh, time, what was it, time and... No, uh...
0: so it's time, affirmations, personal touch, um, right. acts like service and gifts.
2: Right, so let's say it's it's uh, words of affirmation mm-hmm. and, and I like to give you gifts. It's not just, hey, give you words of affirmation. I have to fight myself in my own my own language of love which is gift giving to not do it and then also to give it how you want it so it's a double-edged sword but I think it's really important because at a minimum you at least know how what your partner would like Mm -hmm. because as we said earlier at least knowing and having an opportunity to succeed is the first step so I think it's it's very important um, if, if couples haven't done it, even if you're a new couple, you know, do it. Why not? And it, and you, and you do it over time because it changes as you grow and mature or things change in your life or things change in your relationship. Do it again. Um, I want to say the website says if it's been like 90 days or maybe six months or something, yeah. I think 90 days is short, but six months or something like that. Yeah. Do it again. It's, yeah. it's very important.
0: It, you know, I, I was, um, I was trained to be a to be a facilitator of the Five Love Languages um, mm-hmm. some years ago, and uh, I was I was uh, teaching and training and coaching and just engaging with military families uh, and service members and, and government workers up at uh, Fort Myer. Mm-hmm. and this was my job. I was a community educator, and so I became um, certified. In a few of these assessments and programs, and you know, and um, Gary Chapman, uh, you know, fitting under five love languages just was amazing to me. I, I, I absorbed it like a sponge. It just made perfect sense, and I believe, and in and in the in those classes, the train the trainer, I realized that it was it's truly a choice how you know we choose to love a person the way they truly see and receive love and before five love languages was ever created i think in nature we were choosing to do this if it mattered mm-hmm. if your if you knew your girlfriend or wife enjoyed getting pearls you paid attention to that and you would go buy her a string of pearls especially when you were in the doghouse <laughs> right Are you still saying? Or if you knew that, you know, your guy really loves, let's say, physical touch, or let's just say sexual touch, and because of whatever life issues were going on, you were unable to be intimate, you know, you would say, I'm so happy, baby, that you did this. I'm going to reward him tonight by giving him that thing he liked. So this was see by nature, right? We didn't even need five love lovelings. It was just by nature. Yeah. We realized what our partner wanted and longed for, and you were willing to give that. And I think a lot of people, I think we do that. I think we just don't understand when the person is feeling lack, because especially when your life is so busy, especially in the yeah. area we live in, we become very busy. And if you're not um, paying attention, you won't even realize that their love tank is running empty. Yep. And you will be like, well my God, I pay the bills. You know, I come home every night. I'm I don't know why she's still tripping. Well, see the problem is not because you pay the it's not because you're not paying the bills, you are but it's because you are coming home exhausted. And so when you do come home, you want to go out on the back and you want to smoke a cigar and you want to run in the house and take your shower and you get the, you go downstairs, you grab your, your brown liquor, you watch football game, you go to sleep. So here's the real issue is that your woman is starving from personal touch or a physical touch or some quality time. So she's content with everything else, but when's the last time you just... Invited her down to the basement with no game on. And you just say, hey babe, let's put on some music and dance the way we used to. You see what I'm saying? So I just, I learned so much in those classes. And so what I'm doing is I'm creating a small series um, where I'm going to talk about each love language, just that one singular love language. And then I want to talk about Hopefully, you know, the things I've learned and and how I believe we can better best apply these languages and the choice part of, yeah. Because if you don't know your love language, if you don't really, if you're not able to articulate it, let me say it this way. Because I think you know, you know what you need, you know what you're missing, but you may not be able to articulate it. I want us to win, and I believe it's important. To be able to again have these conversations early so you know who you're dealing with. Cause some people are like, I'm not I ain't doing all that. This yeah. is how I give you I'm gonna give you a perfect example real quick a quick story. I was seeing a guy and um my love language is definitely not gift. Okay. Gifts are great, but as you see my background, you know, you I don't need a whole bunch of fancy smancy to be happy. <laughs> I'm really cool, right? Mm-hmm. You know, buy me a bush of, of some sage and and you know, put, give me a good book and I'm good. You know, you know, let let's sit back and let's just do that, right? Because mm-hmm. I was very clear that gifts was not my one or two. Let's just put them in an order. But gifts was his love language. He showered me with gifts all the time and i mean expensive mm-hmm. gifts you know he was bringing christian dior he was bringing ugg boots he was bringing this who couldn't do any of this i mean i'm again i'm, I'm thankful and i'm right. always to show you gratitude and say thank you so much i really appreciate it but internally i'm still longing for the quality time because you're coming by to drop this off don't mean anything to me but he did that, and I remember him, he was very selfish. I remember him saying to me, you know, I mean, that's how I show love. He didn't hear me once say, but how I receive love is by having quality time. Yes. And I do like physical touch, but not in, not sexual touch, that's not what I'm going for. Um, mm-hmm. If you give me the other stuff I want, you know, <laughs> You know, he might get he the other was one. was <laughs> place, yeah. And 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 then mind you, and I, I don't want to come off as if it was just about me. No, no, I I wanted to understand what his language was. His language wasn't gift receiving; wasn't gifts. You see what I'm saying? But he gave. That was his. That was his language to give. So I had to learn what was your what is his language? Um, but affirmation. He was mm-hmm. he was a money chaser. So affirmation was his prior. You know his his number mm-hmm. one. Lovely. That was his first priority. And I tried to give him that. Unfortunately, I was I was starving on my side. So it's difficult when a part when a when your cup is empty or halfway empty, it's very difficult to pour from an empty cup. Mm -hmm. Again, I think it's very, very important to be able to articulate. And you have to have a person that's listening and on that same level or willingness to hear it so that you know, it don't fall on deaf ears.
1: Yeah.
2: The, the, the you caught me when you said you, you, apparently you mentioned something to him and he said, well, this is how I show love. And it's, it, you know, if the intent of giving love is for the other person to receive it, then how you give it is not necessarily relevant. It, not in a negative way. It's just, it's not, it's not relevant. Now, if you're doing it, you like hey this is how I want to do it and I hope you receive it and if you don't I don't know any other way mm-hmm. then that's at least a conversation where we can discuss about how we won't continue. But <laughs> but to just tell me this is how I do it. Yeah but you're saying you're doing it for me. You you you're trying to give me love. So wouldn't it matter how I receive it?
0: Yeah.
1: So
2: yes, yeah. absolutely. It's,
0: yeah. Yeah but you know the, the biggest part Daniel is you said you said one thing like you know, if this is, you know, basically it's this is all you got, then we can have a conversation how we're gonna, you know, basically part <laughs> part ways. <laughs> and, and, and that's that's true, right? Because again, um you you gotta that you gotta be flexible. You have to be flexible in this relationship so that mm-hmm. and, and you gotta be willing to learn something new. Yeah. You know, I've I've been with this person for X amount of years. I didn't even realize that she didn't even love me, okra no but she was courteous enough that she was taking herself through this eating this okra so you felt good Mm -hmm. you you know what I mean but see the part that I have an issue with not really really an issue but I think that this is where I need to be authentic and true to me to myself I never liked the okra let me just share that in the beginning baby I really don't like okra I mean if you cook Mm -hmm. them I may just grab one or two but don't take offense I just don't like okra I will taste them though
2: That part, right? Tell tell me. Everybody's not receiving, right? Everybody can't receive that type of honesty. Mm -hmm. But yes, I believe I. I, I, My wife, you know, there's there's a limited number of vegetables that I eat. Mm -hmm. Maybe you eat broccoli because you know, hey, you can make it. I just won't eat it. It's not it's not against you. I don't like it. I. It's not. It's not about you. It's not about how you cooked it. Yeah. There's some stuff she tries to cook. So like cabbage, I I, I think I ate cabbage a couple times, like just straight out cabbage, you know. Mm-hmm. But she makes it, and I'm like, yo, babe, this is great. This is I, I love this. So she like I eat her cabbage. I don't eat other yeah. people's cabbage. I don't, do, you know, you know what I mean. But being honest and being open and just communicating with somebody, you know, it's it's okay. You you so you said she was being courteous enough to eat the okra. And so I, same thing with the love, right? And I mentioned this to my wife before and other people. When you say you're being courteous, again, the intent is for the other person. So if the other person says, hey, tell me the truth next time. And you come back next time and you lie again because, well, I was just trying to be courteous. I didn't want Mm -hmm. you to think. No, 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 no. I've already, you know, we've already discussed that telling the truth is what's courteous to me. Yeah. So, so don't say you're being courteous when you're lying. Say I, X, Y, and Z, and that's mm-hmm. why I did it. But don't say yeah. it because you're being courteous, yeah. you know? And I think mm-hmm. that's a hard concept for some people to, it's really hard for people to really separate, you know, or articulate perhaps, what you're doing for someone else versus what you're doing for you and then identifying the real reason you're doing it instead of blurting out the first thing that comes to your mind or what you think might keep you safe because usually Mm -hmm. it's a safety or fear
0: thing yeah 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 you know some people just lie because they don't want to look like what it is that they think you're going to see them as exactly you know um i you know You know, I don't. I don't want you to think that I'm ungrateful. I don't want you to think I don't appreciate you. I don't want to stop thinking for the other person and just and 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 be okay with whatever the outcome is going to be. It it just is going to be because it's worse if you lie and you found out and you now I'm looking at you like you're a liar.
2: Exactly.
0: So it's actually worse, you know. And you're right. I think it is a hard concept for people, you know, because I, I never forget I dated this guy, sweet guy really sweet guy. But I cooked some sweet potatoes for him. Sweet potatoes. You know, a whole one. I thought it was going to be like, I mean, I'm, you know, I hooked that sweet potato up. I brown sugared it. Cinnamon. I had the best butter slather on top. It was nice and just kind of just sitting in that, you know, little trench I had made in this in this hot sweet potato. And he bit it. He said, I hate sweet potatoes. <laughs> I, he said, babe, I, I'll take, I mean, I was like, no, you're going to love these. Because now I'll put this new look, you know, I'm, I made this little sauce my kids love. He said, I hate sweet potatoes. Didn't, it didn't matter how sweet I made it, how buttery I made it. He hates sweet potatoes. And I would tell you, Daniel, for a moment, I was offended. Because I put so much effort. But the truth is, is that he had already told me that he didn't mm-hmm. like sweet potatoes. And I thought I could convince him to like sweet so potatoes. There it is. I'm doing all this extra. That was so much now, after I got over myself, I laughed about it and I ate sweet potato myself. But that was a learning lesson for me, you know what I mean? And and mm-hmm. he he did not. Um, I'm not gonna say he didn't care how I felt. He cared more about his truth. Babe, I really don't like sweet potatoes. I learned a lot from dating him because mm-hmm. he was just that guy. Um, yes. And it took me a while to get used to it because again, his intent was n- he, he never had malicious intent not mm-hmm. when it came to telling me the truth um about like our stuff right he was very delicate and he was honest and he and I could always allow him to be open even if it made me uncomfortable but I began to just respect that that's who he was you know um but yeah learning
2: because... to listen to what he's saying versus yeah. how it's making you feel
0: oh absolutely yeah 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 mm-hmm. I, I realized I mean I think I wrote something that I said listen listen to your heart and feel the energy. His energy was never to offend, he would mm-hmm. be honest, babe. I just don't like these sweet, but I told you I ain't like sweet titles. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, I, I just believe, um, I believe in growth, and I believe that the older I get, the more I grow. Um, I don't know, I know, and I know we're not all growing at the same speed. I do realize that, I do, yes. I do realize that. Um, But I believe in growth and I I think for me, um, I'm certainly better as a human than I was 10 years ago. Um, My way of thinking, um, my desire for those around me, my intent with those around me. And I just believe that that's how we should show up in our relationships, whether it's intimate partner, family, whatever. Now I, I really get offended when, and, and I'm to my internal offend, offense when I'm trying so hard to be better and to show up, and then someone on the other end just has not budged in their growth. I'm like, uh. but we are growing at at different rates.
1: <laughs> yes. And
0: I don't have it all right. I don't have it all right. So I'm still, I'm still trying to figure it out. I just want to be better and be able to take the constructive criticism without thinking, oh my gosh, the end of the world. Mm -hmm.
2: You know? So something I I'm me and my wife, right? So you say we're growing at different speeds. And I think in conjunction with the different speeds is what area we're growing in. Mm -hmm. So my wife is there's some things she's really great at. She's really mm-hmm. good at math. She's good at, you know, I mean, she's had a family for um, 17 years, right? So, yeah. so she is she is further along in that growth area mm-hmm. than I mm-hmm. am because this is mm-hmm. my first family.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Whereas my communication and the way that I am comfortable with myself I've been doing that because Daniel, is not what you say is how you say it. I've been getting told that for years from my mom before I left for the army. Like like so I've constantly, my best friends, we, we check each yeah. other, no holes barred, because it's all in love. So so I've been constantly for years working on my communication and how I talk and how I receive, how I listen, growing myself and learning to be comfortable with me and knowing where she hasn't. So not only are we at different speeds with the growth in the communication because we have to grow together, but it's completely new for her. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah. it's it's not even just the different speeds. It's like, okay, so this subject, you're a toddler, and I'm like a teenager. In this subject, I'm a toddler, and you're a grown adult. Yeah. But respecting and accepting the other person where they're at in their growth period Mm-hmm. Especially when there's honesty and communication involved allows you to to minimize how much you're like, oh they're not even budget because you understand like oh this is this is brand new for them, you know, but the honesty has to come from them that they recognize, hey, I'm still learning and it's brand new and I'm not there. where I struggle and I don't know if this is kind of what you meant, when I don't see the movement on my on my wife's side, not because there's not movement, but because she's presenting herself as if there was, and she got it on lock, and -hmm. it's already good to go. No, ma'am, if if you're good to go, then I gotta treat you like you're good to go. But if you can acknowledge that you're not good to go and you're still learning, then it's okay that you fell short or that you missed the mark. That's okay all day. Hey, my fault, my bad,
1: (sighs) thought
2: I had it. All right, cool, let's keep it going. But when it's like, "Uh uh-uh, who you, what's the problem? Oh no, ma'am. You know, so different speeds, different yeah. areas. You know, different start lines.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that, but that—that's the. I mean, that's the art of bringing two people together. That's coming from two different backgrounds and everything. Yeah. Everything's different. You know, it, its a work. It is truly a work, and I think that's why it's important during courtship. It's important for the communication and lay down that groundwork, put that foundation. I mean, and I can only say this because you know I don't want if any of my exes are listening, be like she thinks she know it all no but I learned it all from those relationships (laughs) you know because I screwed up a lot Um, a lot of mine was just tolerance but growth I know is very big because when I thought of people and you're in the same space that you were five years ago Mm -hmm. or your actions are still the same but your words are different mm, Mm -hmm. it is important (laughs) it is very important I think for us all to grow but self-awareness is even more important because if you're not if you don't have the awareness to know that you are still stunted you're going to stay in the same place but this is again Mm -hmm. this is a life lesson it's not even just a relationship it's correct life you know um, all things connected all things connected yes you know all things connected okay so before we wrap um, before we wrap it up you know got a couple questions for you because you know I want your opinion <laughs> I want your opinion so let's see Let I think I can start with um, we got we understand this whole dating thing we understand how communication is extremely important we understand the foundation um, we understand the love languages being very very important um, what do you see when people are, let's say, you know, let, let's say they're in a relationship and um, they've thought they've gone, you know, all, all the places they think they want to go with that relationship as far as they started the intimacy, they're living together, they're, you know, possibly getting married, right? How do you see the importance of, because it may have already, but how do you see the importance of counseling and oh. <laughs>
2: me sit up in my chair for this one (laughs)
0: you know because I hear a lot about self-care right Mm -hmm. you hear a lot about self-care and that sometimes can come off kind of selfish it's not I'm all for self-care but sometimes self-care is like I'm gonna do this over here and I'm you know I'm talking about counseling the togetherness the how do you see that for benefit or detriment of a relationship
2: I think I think it I think it can only be beneficial, and what I mean by that is it may end a relationship, but that's beneficial, right? Because it may show some show some things that that you guys didn't see, and you can say, "Oh, I, I was not aware." <laughs> this This would be our last session because this would be the last time we together, right? So, so I, I only I only see, and and when I say counseling, so I've only been to. I was in, a, I was in a, a counseling, it was like a married couple's counseling thing. These weren't certified people it was through our church. So yeah. it was like a, a married couple in the church and me and my wife. Um, mm-hmm. That was my first experience with any type of counseling. Um, and now we're going to an actual licensed therapist. Uh, okay. I'm going to do a plug here. Emotionally focused therapy. right? EFT. That type of therapy is not about saying, just change what you're doing. It's about learning and understanding the emotions of yourself and your partner deeper than what we can do just sitting here talking, right? Yeah. Um, and taking those things and when you understand it, then it's like, okay, now you share what you were feeling and what you're thinking and how it really means, right? Creating that safe space. So the therapy that a person can receive, right? Proper therapy um, or counseling really can open up not just you, but your spouse or a significant other to some things that they may not have been able to articulate or put words to before. Um, and it may not happen in the session. It may be after the session, you're going over what happened, you're thinking about the things that your, your significant other shared or that you shared and you come to some epiphany or, you know, it, I, I think it's, it, it's amazing. I personally have always wanted to do a type of counseling just on my own or in general yeah. because I'm like I want people I you know I, I learn from talking to others and others talking to me and behavior and people giving me you know their thoughts of me might spark something I never thought about which allows me to look deeper into myself I'm definitely all about self-awareness right
1: mm-hmm.
2: um so for me I, counseling is always a plus um, yeah. In a relationship, and you know, a lot of people are uncomfortable with it. You know, yeah. I, they don't need to know my business and who are they, and you know,
0: yeah, oh, yeah, I've been there.
2: You know, it, it, it I don't want to say it's, a, it's, it's, uh, I don't know if bad's the proper term, I don't think it's bad. I think it's, it could, it could add hardships to the relationship because to me, that's already saying you're not open to. Let's call it different perspectives Mm -hmm. or anything outside of what you think up here. I think it's important that if a person is strictly stuck in what they think and how they feel, they probably need to reach out to somebody who's close enough to them that can help them bounce ideas off of. But Mm -hmm. at the same breath, it shouldn't become the primary because the relationship between you and your significant other is your relationship between you and the significant other. Absolutely. That was a tool like therapy or counseling is. It's a tool to help you kind of get out of your, your own mind mm-hmm. and see it from a, you know, a bird's eye perspective and sort some things out and then get back into it and put those things to work that you learned. Yeah. So I think it's, it's very important um,
0: yeah.
2: to, to get into.
1: Absolutely.
0: I agree. I I do agree. And and I think it's sometimes people don't want to face their own demons, their own deficiencies. Um, They don't want to feel that they're wrong. Uh, Again, Mm -hmm. though, we're talking about growth, you know, maybe I am wrong and maybe it does matter. And I think that when you're with someone that absolutely refuses to get some type of, um, you know like help for the relationship make it better i mean and, and i don't think you need that you have to go to counseling or to or go to like relationship sessions when the relationship is horrible i think you can just you know you'd be willing to be like yo you heard about this this person that's coming to town you want to go you want to What about this book? I mean, I think it's great to embrace that in the relationship. I brought up the self-care because I believe in relationship care. I believe Mm -hmm. in marriage care, right? And we talk about that self-care, such an individual space, but we need couple care, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why I ask you, you know, how you feel about that and the importance of it in relationships. So hopefully someone listening tonight. You know we're, we're saying something that makes them think, or maybe even um, validates their, their own feelings and how they've been thinking and, and feeling, and maybe didn't want to say it to their partner or felt like it was too early. I don't think it's ever too early to start talking about um, relationships and how we, you know, see things and our opinions mm-hmm. and our philosophy. I mean, these are things Sometimes in the, in the beginning of meeting someone, they'll tell you, that's too heavy to talk about. Well, when is the right time to talk about it? <laughs> right. You
1: because
0: know, I mean, we have issues that we talk about it, you know. Correct. Go ahead.
2: I was going to say, I mean, obviously, there's there's some things you're not going to be like, hey, nice to meet you. I have, you know, I'm in bankruptcy right now. Like, right, <laughs>
1: you, right you might not right, share right, that on the right, first day. Right,
2: right. But like three days in, as we're talking about it, like, yeah, I kind of do need to, you know, if we start talking about more than just dating or more than just intimacy, if that's what we're doing,
1: yeah,
2: that we do need to talk financial situation, yeah, because what we won't be doing is one person's in the bill and the other person's not. Or hey, let me move into your house because you know yeah. I'm on my friend's couch. Like you know, right. I do believe early on we need to get past what we think is heavy or not and it is kind of a blurred line as to when to do it but that's part of the communication as you get comfortable with the person when you guys are you know doing the courting Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and if and if this is going somewhere we might as well open a bag like Mm -hmm. and and again delivery is everything correct delivery is everything now please don't you don't be listening to us and you just turn around to your partner be like yo don't do that you better I mean, you may want to wait till after y'all, you know, that <laughs> done a few something else is <laughs> it.
2: Something else holding up, keeping
1: them yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, but deliver is everything. timing yes. is everything. But don't hold pertinent information and things that really matter to you. Don't hold that back mm-hmm. in that not don't, don't hold out because you're only cheating yourself. Yeah. I really believe you're cheating yourself, and I believe for those that are only receive it, in, be open, be a little, be a little more open to hear people. We are human, and we're coming with life experience, kindness. Mm-hmm. This this conversation isn't for the the 19 year old. Also, I am having a conversation um, with a group of 19, 20, 22,
2: 25
0: year old women. Um, I bet and that's interesting. Oh my god, I can cannot wait. <laughs> uh,
2: let me. i'll be your guest speaker i I would love to
0: yeah i cannot wait i um i have that set up and so yeah i'm looking forward to the ladies but so lastly before we roll out um daniel tell me what you learned about life in
2: 2020 what what did i learn about life um You know, obviously at the top of the list is like COVID, right? And how that impacted the world, not the DMV, not, you know, Europe or just the United States, but like the world, um, you know, and if, if, if you're a, a, a spiritual person and you believe in God and, and you believe, you know, that he has a plan, you could say, hey, this was part of his plan because there was so many things that, that changed the world simply from COVID coming out, you know, um, I learned about family um, I learned about spending time I mean I'm in the army so I've been deployed and, and done the same thing yeah. day to day for nine months right but doing it with the ones that you love um, you know learning a lot about your, myself um, mm-hmm. learning you know what my left and right limits were as far as what I can tolerate what I can't tolerate you know what I'm willing to do for people that I love. Um, you know, what, what my job and those who I work for, how much they're invested in me. Um, not just as a, as a employee, but as a person with a family. Um, 2020 was, was also, it wasn't, it wasn't all bad.
1: Um,
2: you know the things that came out of and it's, it's hard to kind of i'm trying to think of things outside of COVID, but that was kind of you know it was march 2020 like it was it started it started COVID the,
0: was 2020 right
2: you know it started the year off
0: COVID, yeah
2: so i mean staying home um you know watching the relationships get strained and and wondering you know I do a lot of. I said earlier, I, I'm, you know, I'm all about self-reflection. Like before I speak, I think, am I contradicting or being hypocritical? Before I take action, I think, okay, did I say or do something different, or do I expect somebody else to to accept it when I accept it? I, like before things leave from my area, I check myself, and so the relationships with my my youngest daughter and and my wife and my 16 year old, and just you know they were strained and then they you know opened back up and mm-hmm. and it's like was that just because of COVID or was that what was going to happen anyway in the relationship because it's I mean it's still new You're like two years into marriage so you know mm-hmm. it's technically still new but but just learning about life and learning about myself and learning about my spouse and my children mm-hmm. um um, learning about the world, friends, you know, people posting, you, you couldn't go see people so they could only post And And most of the time, social media is full of make-believe, right? Mm-hmm. But after being on lockdown for so long, the truth is bound to start leaking out because you got to get it somewhere, right? And yeah. so people started sharing, you know, their true selves. Um I call her my big sister, but it's one of, it's one of the parents of one of my kids from my volunteer organization, which is TAPS. And, you know, she was struggling with a lot of the stuff going on in the world. Um, not COVID specifically, right. Um, but the things that were going on in the world and, and, um, you know, she had made a post on Facebook and I was, Dropped the eyeballs because I was like, "What?" Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: And uh, you know, it took like a week or two, and she messaged me and was kind of like, "Hey, I'm just I'm I, I you know, you know that I love you, and I'm just trying to, I, I don't know, I'm questioning a lot of things right now, and I, you know, it was hard. It was hard. And her daughter, which is you know my mentee from from the program, which really is my daughter, she's like my oldest daughter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, she's like, hey, I, you know, I love you. And she is like having friends say things around her. And she's like, do you guys know who Daniel is to me? Like, do you know, obviously this is a white family, right? And yeah. and she's like, do you guys know what he means to me? Like, why would you think these things are okay? And so,
1: mm.
2: I mean, relationships were, were strained. I have a best friend who's a cop. And back in 2008, you know, he, he made a comment and I I didn't say anything about it. And it wasn't. It wasn't super bad. It was. I mean, he's a cop, so he had to deal with certain things, and so he made a mm-hmm. comment. I just, you know. And so this time around, I I've kind of not engaged him on the subjects, mm-hmm. and I would probably say that's the only situation I could think of where I was like, I might lose a friend if I engage in this.
1: Yeah,
2: I know that. You know, I know what I do know about him, but how people articulate things are not necessarily who they always are at their core. Right. It's just right. how they know how to articulate. And I, I you know, I've not said this to anyone, but I think if I would have engaged him, it could have strained our relationship. And I think okay. that's why I didn't. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, 20, I mean, 2020 showed showed a lot of people made forced a lot of people to show who they
1: were yeah across the board
0: showed us who we are yeah showed us who we are i totally agree well (laughs) daniel we're gonna wrap And as always, it is always wonderful talking with you. We can chat. Of course, we can always chat offline. So uh, we can chat. I love when you stop by the relationship zone. I love when we get to have these deep conversations about love, life, and all things relationships. Um, I want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for joining me um, here in 2021. We made it! (laughs) (laughs) Or did we? (laughs) Or did we? (laughs) We're about nine or so days in and um, life is life is showing up again. So yes. um, I'm thankful for it all though. We're yes. here. We're able to talk about it. We're able to laugh and engage and we're pretty darn resilient, but we still feel it. So, um, but I'm glad to be able to share this space with you and to, with our listeners um, and to our listeners, you know, this is Daniel, and he'll be back again.
2: <laughs> Looking forward to it. I'm. I'm anytime. I'm. I'm glad yeah, to be I here. Love I love these conversations. Critical, yeah. you know, emotional, in depth, yeah. honest.
0: Yes, yeah, it, it's great. Honestly, honest. it could get us in trouble sometimes. So, um, this is a risk that we take, and um, so thank you. <laughs> thank <laughs> you. out there. And I hope that you join me again once I um, finish the series um, about uh, the five love languages. I would love uh, to have you back. And I'm sure you have the book and I have all the material over here. So I would love to bring you back um, as we have a group discussion around uh, five.
2: Send me the invite. I will, I will be there. Do that.
0: Yes, so ma'am. again, thank you so much, um, Daniel, for joining us tonight.
2: Thank you, and good night. night.
0: All right,
1: everyone
0: hey i enjoyed that conversation with daniel tonight did you did you enjoy it you know he's such an intellectual type of brother i love talking to him such a good spirit um really enjoys communication and talking and discussing love and behaviors and in life i mean you know um it's just a really really nice to have these types of conversations with people that are passionate about values. um in the background you know i am playing my boy's amico star um you can follow him on social media he really has such a beautiful voice <laughs> so if you can hear that playing in the background yeah that is my boy's amico star check him out on ig check him out on facebook mainly ig you can find you catches catch his music on itunes and Um, probably Spotify, Uh, but I'll make sure that I leave, um, his information, um, in the comments or I'm sorry, down in the bio of this podcast. You know, tonight we talked about the art of communication and how I personally think a lot of us have lost it, you know, our courting and connecting and, you know, we finished up with talking about, um, five love language and languages Ah, and the importance of, um, you know, relationship care and marriage care and um, from what we learned from 2020. <laughs> In 2020 or 2020 taught me that um, some things I can just go without. Some things I can you know um I can, I can cut loose, I can get rid of, I can um, not tolerate. And then there are other things that I absolutely cannot live without to my fullest self and things I don't want to live without. Um, and that's love and that's connection. And that's an appreciation for life. And all the things that I'm blessed to have. um, Still, you know. 2020 taught me a lot. It taught me about relationships. There are relationships that I I need to cut loose. I need to go without. I need to clean up my life. um, And rid myself of some baggage. And I'm sure 2020 taught many of you some of these same things. Um, and with that being said um, you know I just wish the best for all of us uh, in, in continuing to learn and to grow in this thing called life and, and, and figuring out how we can participate and show up in relationships um, to include a relationship with ourselves and that's one of the biggest things is being honest and authentic and true to ourselves you no know, matter how uncomfortable it may make others around us deliver is everything and as a way to say and and a way to do everything but in it all just be true to who you are all right sugar queenie i am wrapping it up we are in 2021 and i want to do a few things different this year i've affirmed to myself and i share with you some of those same things i've affirmed to myself about relationships. And with that, I need to stick to my schedule and it's a wrap for me. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for continuing to support the Relationship Zone the podcast. Um, and if you have a particular topic that you would like to, you know, hear me kind of discuss or bring a subject matter expert to the show then let me know you know drop me a message leave me a note you know how to reach me I am all over social media I'm not hard to find um, it's been real, and uh, I look forward to um, to the upcoming series um, surrounding the love languages so your girl Queenie love you all good night